Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Um, okay, Dave, welcome, welcome our all, to all of our listeners back again, and to you. Um, our new way to welcome people, I love it, yes. And, and uh, it, 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 we kind of have a, a nice little trend happening now where we have visitors coming in. Uh, and right now, do you remember a couple of weeks ago when we, we crank phone called somebody and, and forced them to be a guest? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, she, Kim, she, Kim is here. Uh, she can't get enough of this. And she's taking some pictures. So, yeah. welcome to the boiling point, Kim. Um, but in uh, <laughs> the person we really want to welcome today is Mark Wood, and Mark uh, is doing some really, really interesting things with his uh, company called Ocean Sonics, and doing really interesting things with a, a technology called Hydrophones. So, Mark, without me bastardizing anything of what you do. Welcome to The Boiling Point, and we'd love for you to continue the introduction of who you are and a little bit about uh, Ocean Sonics. Well, thank you. Yeah, so uh, Ocean Sonics uh, makes hydrophones. These are underwater microphones, and uh, we like to tell people that we make instruments that gather underwater sound. Uh, we call our hydrophones smart hydrophones because they not just uh, collect the sound, but they also process the data. They add value to it in, in ways that, that make sense to our users. And our users are scientists and um, biologists, researchers, and, and people who work in the sea doing construction and that kind of thing. Wow. So can you explain a little bit um, more of a case study of, of how people would use these? Because I'm completely picturing capturing the sound of whales. I know that's probably the most, the most childlike response to what you do, but I, I just love this. I, I love imagining what type of sounds you're, catch, you're capturing underwater. Yeah, well, actually, a lot of the sounds we're collecting are whale sounds. So um, remologists are, are, are probably one of our, our big core user base. And uh, I was just talking not too long ago to someone about uh, a, a very cool project where they put one of our hydrophones on a glider. That's a, like a small robot that just goes out in the ocean and, and you tell it where to go and when to come back. And it went out to this area where they, they thought there were no whales and uh, they, they got a, a, a magnificent recording of, of a pod of, of right whales. And they were pretty surprised by it and actually kind of changed their thinking about uh, how they were tracking these, these uh, critically endangered whales uh, off the coast of Nova Scotia. Wait, now, Mark, what I, I mean, the question that comes to my mind is, um, how does one get into this field, or like, what was your path? What was my path? Well, I've always been into sound. I, I enjoy various aspects of sound. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm into music as well, but uh, I just I, I like different aspects of sound. So uh, uh, when I had an opportunity to to dabble with sound in the ocean. I got hooked about 22 years ago, I guess, working with a company in the UK that does underwater navigation using sound. And I just, I guess I haven't looked back since then. Well, and of course, Nova Scotia being a phenomenal place to be doing this with so much going on the, in the marine biology world. Uh, that's that's really cool. Now, as, as far as your path as well, creating this company, um, was, this, was this something that was uh, innovative in your market? Uh, uh, like, do you have a lot of competition in this space? 
Well, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're fools if, if we think we don't have competition, that there, there are companies that make underwater recording systems and that kind of thing. But uh, our, we like to think our product is unique. It's a, it's a digital hydrophone, but instead of just recording sounds or gathering sounds, it adds value to them. So it, it processes them. It draws these nice little displays. It, it has a, a web server built into it. So if, if you have access to it, you can actually connect to your cell phone and, and see the, uh, the, the um, visualizations of the sound. But also you can set it up to trigger. So uh, you can you can say, well, send me a message when you get a, a right whale, and then and then it will listen patiently until a, a right whale vocalization comes, and then it will send you a message. So so what and and what do people like? What do your clients do with this? I mean, what are some examples of things that uh, they you know ways they would use this data? Uh, well, in in some cases that they just want to study. Um, of the behavior of these animals. Yeah. In in some cases, uh, you might there there are compliance issues. So if if you're say building a, a pier or bridge, you're going to make some noise, and uh, you want to make sure that the the animals don't get too close. And and also in some cases, you require to not make too much noise. So in this case, the hydrophones are listening for the sound of of the construction noise, mm. and if it gets too loud, then the hydrophone will will notify you that that you're getting too noisy. Or when you get close, you can set up. So when you get close. Yeah, tell me you're getting too close. And now they can they can modify the way they're they're doing the construction to be a little less noisy. So the construction itself or or, or company itself would would actually be that your client in a situation like that. That's right. Or they or they might hire a consultant to come in for for the, the duration of the construction while they're being noisy and 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 uh, do the monitoring for them. Wow. That's right. So so you're so and, and we noticed on your bio that um, you know you you have uh, you had a, a helping hand in having um, noise pollution uh, recognized in the ocean, um, you know, via the EU, I believe. Um, That's right. Yeah. So, because I mean, I, I mean, as you can probably gather, you know, from, from the questions I'm asking, um, this is like something I had never really actually considered, to be honest. So I'm a complete neophyte here. Um, t- tell us a little bit about that, or maybe other people that might be kind of in my place where um, had never really considered noise pollution, you know, in terms of um, the ocean. Yeah, well, well uh, until not long ago, we considered the ocean to be kind of a, a silent place. Yeah, when, exactly. when you're standing outside the water, uh, you, you don't hear it. But uh, uh, I've, I've been swimming in some places, and, and you do hear sounds. You can hear a motorboat, for example, if, if you're on a beach and somebody's water skiing nearby. And and also, I've been in, in swimming in places where there's, there's snapping shrimp, and, and uh, you can hear the, this popping sound. And in some cases, so loud, it sounds like you've got those, those crackly candies in your mouth that make your head kind of explode. So it can get quite loud, and, and I think that's what got people curious about sounds is when they're swimming and they, they hear these these interesting sounds. And and there are places where you can go swimming, like uh, Hawaii, where where you can actually hear the the whale calls while you're you're swimming underwater, and and um, that's a neat place to well, listen for those cool. kinds and, of sounds as well. Here's something else that's really interesting uh, for for all the Canadian rock uh, music uh, lovers. Just today. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Rio Static's album, Whale Music. Have you heard it? No, I haven't. Okay. Do you, do you know the Rio Statics? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They they actually have two albums called Whale Music. One of them is just a, a regular release, and it was based on the book by Paul Quarrington called Whale Music. So they just wrote an, an album inspired by the story. Then Paul Quarrington had the opportunity to make it to a feature film. So a feature film came called Whale Music, and he hired the Rio Statics 
to create the soundtrack. So the Real Stacks actually have two albums called Whale Music. And after we're done this uh, this conversation, uh, you should you should actually look it up. And it will, is yeah. such a beautiful album. And I don't know if they're using any um, actual underwater whale sounds in it. Uh, they're, they're actually mim- creating whale sounds with their guitars and all this sort of thing. But someone in your field is going to absolutely love this album. And also the movie, too. Make sure you see the movie. I just think it's an, a neat little tie-in from uh, a little bit of my, uh, my music listening uh, trends to our podcast guests. <laughs> so For definitely sure. check For that sure, out. Yeah. <laughs> very mm-hmm. timely, very timely. So so what have you found? You know, the one, the one of the questions we're always asking people as we're interviewing them, um, particularly that are, you know, having social impact and, 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 and you know, helping... Um, uh, create a movement around or a business or whatever. What what are you finding most challenging in your space? Like what are what are some of the barriers to, um, you know, maybe successfully getting uh, your product out to clients or um, you know maybe educating the market space or what do you, what do you, what are the things that you'd find most challenging? Um, I guess one of the things that that uh, in the past we found most challenging is is that we've kind of changed the rule book about how you use hydrophones and how you listen in the ocean. And so for a while, we got a little bit of pushback from people saying, well, that's that's not the way you use a hydrophone. And and so we actually had to adapt it so that you could use it the old-fashioned way as well as use it the way that we'd like our users to use it. So I guess one of the big challenges we had was was educating enough users to get that that kind of critical momentum to get people curious about using these these cool features in, in the hydrophone. And what's fascinating is is when you when you talk to one of these these old school guys and you see them using the the, the more interesting features and and kind of raving about them. That's when that's when you know you've connected. And like what? So what for again for for the for the um, layman? Like what what would be the difference in how people are you know when you're describing using it in a traditional way versus a new way? Like what 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 do you mean by that? Well, uh, the traditional way is is really to treat the hydrophone like a underwater tape recorder. So you you just you know you you, you record it. And then you put on a set of headphones and you play it back. But the thing about underwater sound is is that the part that you can hear is is really a very small part of the total soundscape that you've got in the ocean. So the only way to really um, process all the data is is to visualize it. In in fact, I've I've gotten so good at at looking at these data uh, sound visualizations that I can I can hear a lot of those sounds in my head. Uh, which is you no know, a skill to have. Well, wow. so so you're looking at the at the visual waveforms, and you're actually being mm-hmm. able to isolate the different uh, the different signals in in your head via That's right. well, sound in your head. Wow. Yeah, but these are already spectrograms. So so what we've done is is we've converted uh, the waveforms into uh, a really neat little color graph where you have time on the x-axis. Frequency on the, on the y-axis and the z-axis color is is the sound intensity. And so this isn't something we invented. This has been around for a while, but it's a it's a really powerful way of of visualizing sounds. And once you get good at it, then yeah, you can kind of see those sounds. But it allows you to see our our software allows you to see the the sounds that are well outside the human hearing range, uh, but but they're still important. So for example, a harbor porpoise can hear up to about 200 kilohertz, which is way above the human hearing range, about 10 times higher. Wow, that is so interesting, and uh, it's it's also interesting to note that we have Dave and I have a friend, um, Paul Johnson, who has a company called Q5X Microphones, and they're based out of London, Ontario, um, and the the biggest selling point for his microphones early on was that they were fully waterproof, 
and uh, my company is a film production company, and we had a we had a surfing documentary that we did in Nova Scotia, up in Lawrencetown, Cow Bay, that area, and we actually oh, yeah. we used the microphones on the surfers, and uh, of course they're, they're not they weren't built for underwater, but they're bro- mm-hmm. they're built for high 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 quality um, audio uh, inputs. Uh, and durability, and they're 100% waterproof. <laughs> so, you know, after having many many conversations with him, and also myself being in uh, the industry of uh, of film and audio, this is very interesting to me. I've got a kind of an off-topic question for you. Um, mm-hmm. As I've been playing around with the binaural audio microphones and 3D audio, um, could that translate underwater as well? It, it, that, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, we're doing it now. In fact, uh, we're we're going to be commissioning um, a, a system of hydrophones on the west coast of Canada, uh, hopefully next month in February, and uh, we're we're putting out uh, nodes, and each node consists of four of these hydrophones. So now it's it's kind of surround sound in reverse, and the whole idea is is to listen for uh, mainly the orcas that that are they're swimming in this area because they're an endangered uh, community of whales in in this area. And uh, pinpointing the source of the vocalizations, and and therefore knowing where those whales are, and and that way we can track them. Who who would be financing this? Like who who's your customer in this case? It's uh, Fisheries Notions Canada. Okay. They're our user. Yeah. Um, and and it, so yeah, by knowing where they are, if, if there's an oil spill or something like that, then they 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 say, okay, well the the looks like the whales are swimming towards the oil spill. Let's go out and take some action so they don't swim near the, the oil spill. That's kind of example of, of what they're really interested in doing. So that must be, a, I mean, that's a, probably a great example of a very exciting project for you. It is, yeah, yeah. We're pretty excited about this this new system. Did you did you envision this kind of you know having these kind of opportunities when when you you know started in the business? Um, not 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 at the specific level, no. But uh, we we did see the hydrophones being used uh, together to make groups because uh, you you can do more more interesting things with it if you have a group of hydrophones. So from that sense, yeah, but but not not in this this way. But it's, it's a cool way, and and what's neat is there are a lot of people now that are kind of sitting up and taking notice and and watching uh, this this uh, test uh, pretty closely. Yeah, I bet, and that would probably create you know kind of a really good user test case for for other you know other other applications. So um, I'm gathering it's probably really, probably very good for you guys. What's the future of Ocean Sonics? Like, where, where do you, you know, what, what does it look like five years out? Well, uh, we're growing. We've been growing over the past three years, and looks like we're on target to grow again this year. So it, it looks pretty good. And uh, you know, our we we set the bar pretty high. We we want to make the the best underwater acoustic gathering instruments available, and and we're starting to get that reputation now. So it's 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 nice that that we're we're getting. You know, a little closer to our goals. Um, and when you and one of the things, I mean, I guess, and I don't know if it was always a goal, but I understand that you guys are a, a B Corp. We're in the process of becoming a B Corp. Oh, you're right. going through it. Yeah. Okay. So, and and we've been mm-hmm. at, we've had various guests on that that are either in the in the in the midst of the process or have gone through it. Um, for our listeners, mm-hmm. um, you know, what what caused you guys to to uh, to look at the certification or actually go through the process of becoming certified? Well, we, we've we've had that that kind of philosophy uh, that the B Corp supports from the beginning. So for us, it, it wasn't a big uh, shift to to do it formally. So we we've been kind of informally doing it, not perfectly, 
but uh, by educating ourselves, by by finding out, you know, where we come up short, we can get a little better at it. But uh, you know, from a philosophical point of view, we, we've been on online since before we knew about the B Corp uh, is existence. So it was an easy thing just to transition into, really. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. No, that's that's really cool. Um, <clears throat> I, I just one other uh, just personal interest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dave's laughing at me. Uh, I, I haven't been scuba diving, diving in a long time, but uh, I loved it down there. Absolutely loved it. And with the advent of GoPro and everything else that's you know so easily taken down underwater now, like the housings for cameras are so portable and and affordable now. Um, could there be a consumer version of this coming out? Because I I just picture all those great underwater videos that we see, but people are just forced to put music over it. <laughs> you know, uh, just yeah. wondering. Yeah, yeah. Could that be a uh, something to consider down the road, or would the market be, uh, want something like that? You're not the first one to ask that, and and uh, unfortunately, when you go down with a with a scuba diver and a, and a high quality hydrophone, most of the other recordings you get is is just your regulator bubbling away, and and then you're you know you're, you're bumping and knocking and stuff. Good point. So if if you want to get a good recording, that we, what you probably want to do is is put the hydrophone somewhere that's away from the, the diver, um, and and then just have it kind of record all by itself. And so uh, th- that is a neat idea. And, and in fact, uh, who knows, maybe in a couple of years time, we'll have something that's a little bit lower cost that can do that kind of thing. Oh, that is cool. Well, uh, on that note, why don't you let us uh, and, and the audience know how to follow the uh, the growth of the company and also uh, see uh, what, what sort of really cool innovations are coming out down the road? What, what's the best way to stay in touch? Well, uh, you can go to our website, which is oceansonics.com. Uh, we also have Twitter, so that's uh, IC Listen, which is the name of our, our instrument. And also we're on uh, LinkedIn. So we have Ocean Songs on LinkedIn as well. So any of those ones will, will allow you to kind of see what's what's happening with us over time. Um, excellent. And then and, and is there anything in particular if someone wants, if you wanted to help educate our listeners more about, um, you know, the, 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 this whole, your whole space? I mean, what what's a good way for people to learn more? Because I think, and I'm, I'm only saying this probably maybe because I'm coming from this perspective, but as I'm listening to your, you know, description of what you're doing and stuff, I'm just thinking of how, um, how uneducated I am in the area. And I'm just wondering, you know, if, if you were to help people get up to speed, you know, what, like, what would be, where would you direct them? Um, there's an organization called Dossits, D-O-S-I-T-S. And it's, it's a, it's a great, uh, website with lots of resources and uh, it's, it stands for Discovery of Sound in the Sea. Hmm. It's moderated by scientists, so it's, you know, it's, it's very accurate, but also it's written for people who aren't scientists or, or just are curious about various aspects of sound in the sea. And there's lots of color graphics and things like that on it. So that is a place that I would recommend where people go first if they want to know more about sound in the sea. All right. Good well, advice. I that's great. And I, I I, I'd that. love to hear what your thoughts are on the movie whale music and the album whale music. After you watch it, send me a note. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 curious about it now as well. So thanks a, for telling me about that one. Fantastic. Well, so have a fantastic uh, rest of your day, and uh, uh, many, many, many thanks for for spending some time with us. Really yeah. appreciate it. And best of luck on the, on the West Coast. I mean, that sounds like a very exciting project. Thanks. Thanks I'll, a lot. Okay, nice so talking to you guys. Thanks, Mark. Is that cool? It's like uh, yeah, Well, you know what, man. You yeah. know what? You know what blew me away is. Is um, you, uh, Mr. Hemmings, have um, just these kind of 
and it makes sense because I guess maybe I, I I just didn't I've never heard you talk so intelligently about this world and I mean I know Paul Johnson as an example as well I didn't know the, the you know I just and 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 this kind of ties into an uh, an earlier interview we did um, which is you know about being you know more curious about what pe- where people are and what they're doing and all this kind of thing but like I'm just realizing how you know you have a lot of knowledge in this space of of you know uh, microphones and and, well, and speakers and all this kind of look, stuff look what we're speaking into right now well what is it well these are actually early 80s cbc microphones Ah. and and tim ended up i believe tim like nolton nash may have talked into this one right here you you never know or peter zosky (laughs) peter zosky probably did this is peter zosky's microphone um i can't tell you the model but it's a sennheiser and these were standard across the whole country at cbc and they were known as the industry standard for radio mics you know, for, for, for news and for, for announcing and stuff. So they are built rugged. Like there's very little popping. You can scream in them and they're not going to override. You know, they're good microphones. No, I know this though, though, Dave, because I work in the audiovisual space. Well, of course. Space. No, but naturally, I mean, and that makes it makes a ton of sense. But I mean, I still, you know, and then the... And then you bring in the rheostatics and the wind, <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Like, so I'm impressed. Well, man. listen, in all, do, do you have Apple Music? I do. Okay, I, I'm on this crazy rheostatics uh, um, revival right now, and if there's probably 12, 13 albums. And growing up, the rheostatics were one of my favorite bands on earth. Right. And I took a break for a decade, and I just in the last week started listening to them all again because of Apple Music. Cool. And it blows my mind how amazing of a band they are. And I'm just so sad that they, they broke up. We filmed one of their very last shows at the Evolve Music Festival back in 2004. Uh, but they, you know, they had a run for 20, 25 years or something. But this album, Whale Music, it, it's just beautiful. You got to get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, 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 and I think Mark appreciated you. I, I could have sworn I heard him scratching that down and probably writing well, probably, it down. You know, he's got a good, he's got a good sounding, uh, uh, microphone in whatever whatever phone whatever he was using, using. he wouldn't tell us what it was. <laughs> well, he so my my takeaway is uh, how little I know about uh, ocean noise pollution as an example, and um, and it's just a world I was completely unaware of. So I mean, it's as a broad broad takeaway, but it's just fascinating, and I guess it gives me a new appreciation for as I dip my head underwater, whether it be in a Canopagasis River or in the ocean somewhere that, um, that, that noise pollution actually exists there. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it's, it's quite... and, and I've heard it. And, and when he's talking about those shrimps, yeah. I've heard that underwater. Really? It's really, it's kind of neat. Uh, my takeaway is it's just so cool hearing examples over and over again about businesses that are doing well, uh, innovating, but also for the right reasons, you know, to, you know, this, this is a phenomenal innovation that's actually helping the whale population in a very dangerous and, you know, uh, dirty ocean. You know. Uh, anyway, it's, it's some some really neat thoughts. It, it was it was nice for yet again Christy O'Leary to suggest this as a as, as a great topic for thank us. Christy, so, thank you again, Christy. All right, okay. brother. Dave, we'll see you next week. Next and week. I I'm yeah. gonna try to get rid of this cough yes. by next week. Do that, like because um, it's been months. Take um, what what would be the best thing? Uh, like probably a, a lemon drop. A lemon drop B- or Buckley's cough. Uh, yeah, Buckley's would be good. Taste. Awful, but works. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later, Dave. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com.
and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.